I didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. And I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney. And this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We have now finished all the episodes in seasons one through three, and we are very impatiently waiting for season four to premiere. But this week we have another special guest from Hawkins AV Club. It is Mighty Fluff. Hello. How are you? Uh, good. So let's 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 start. We we talked with Coffee last week um, mm-hmm. about the trailer. What were your initial thoughts when you saw the trailer coming from it? You know, as you are, as someone who you know is you know deeply invested and and knows a lot of you know the behind the scenes stuff and and you know a lot of the theories and that kind of thing. What what were your initial reactions to the trailer? We'll just we'll just start there. I wasn't expecting them to reveal Vecna like that. I didn't. I mean. I wasn't. I wasn't one of the things that I discounted as a possible as a possibility for the trailer. But at the same time, I was just like, "Oh my god, they're actually, you know, they're really just showing it, aren't they?" Yeah, I thought it was going to be a shock. I didn't think we would see as much as we did, and it cracked me up that mm. everyone was like, "It looks like a White Walker," and it's the same guy <laughs> that did the White Walker. Oh my Walkers. god! Yeah. So. yeah, I know that the first yeah. shot, like the, the you know when the, when they just saw his eyes close, I'm like, oh, that's good. That's a good little teaser now. <laughs> and I figured that would that would be all we'd get. And then they get kind of the full reveal at the end, which yeah, it was kind of strange. But it's actually uh, really interesting, uh, because that shot to me parallels the shot of Elle opening her eyes in the um in the uh the second teaser. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, Oh, that's really that's a that's a good parallel. Yeah. Anything else in the trailer that made you go, you know, hmm, or you know, anything that was surprising or not necessarily from a, I can't believe they showed that, but from a, Ooh, I wonder what that's all about kind of angle. Um, I was interested to see that they have Owens featured so heavily in the trailer. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't, I don't know why I thought he wasn't coming back at all. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe we would see him like on the phone or like hear his voice. I just did not expect to see him, you know? Yeah. I know he has dialogue with Sullivan, but I wasn't expecting seeing that like straight up. Like we need you, you know, we need you to get your powers back, yada, 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 to save Hawkins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. The Hellfire Club that was featured quite heavily. I mean, that's expected since it's something that they can feature quite heavily. It isn't too spoilery. Um, oh, Max levitating. That was, that's interesting. Um, obviously, there's some kind of um, Vecna's m- manipulating her somehow. But I thought that was really interesting, interesting that they just showed that. And then these shots of um, these shots of I'm not going to say the mindscape. I th- I don't know if I don't know if that's the mindscape. I don't think it's the mindscape. There's another there's another location that I know of that I think it might be. I'm not going to say what that is. Um, but that red um, kind of Oh, that yeah, where, where Max is, mm-hmm. where she's yeah, running where in the background, Max, yeah, that kind of place. I I don't think I'm not sure if that's his mindscape or not. Um, there's like a fifty fifty um toss up between that and another place that I know of. It appears in the season. I think it might be. I'm I'm not going to um confirm anything there. Yeah. What what do we need to know about the mindscape? Can you kind of just, you know, conceptualize it a little bit? From from what I can tell and from what I can see you looking at scripts, um it's pretty much 
almost like a not a dimension but a a place in which Vecna can trick people into thinking that they're in locations that they're not so um when he's tormenting nancy he's tormenting nancy in the mindscape but nancy is seeing um both visions of the massacre at h&l in 1979 and she's also seeing other different um scenarios so she gets um trapped in steve's pool at one point there's a there's a bunch of um things that clearly aren't happening to her actually but in this particular location Vecner is able to make her believe or at least somehow recreate or um, mirror that environment and you know basically scare the hell out of her yeah my initial thought of the my initial um idea of the mindscape was that it was some kind of it that it could be whatever Vecner wanted it to be it's like this this template in which you can put any scenario situation um you can project project any scenario situation and trick people into thinking that they're they're experiencing that um but i'm not after seeing the, the teaser i'm i'm kind of i mean he still does that but i'm, I'm trying to figure out wh whether this red location is the mindscape or something else so i think the mindscape is probably what was inspired by nightmare on elm street correct mm, definitely that, that would be my guess like it's freddy krueger 100 how he did the dreams and everything you mentioned steve's pool and i actually was not aware that this was a thing until those monopoly cards came out and what are the chances that we're going to see it like an undead dead barb do you think that there's a chance that we'll see her in the pool i i'm not sure that they're gonna have i i'm not sure they're gonna have time to show her it's just so jam-packed gotcha. I, I think that they they might i mean she's a very popular character um i'm not sure okay i mean i just out of I curiosity i mean I, I went through yesterday and i was looking at the cast list for the various episodes just because i know that they have a lot of things in there that you know you have to because of you know actors union rules you have to you know list the people and that kind of stuff so and obviously shannon purser isn't mentioned anywhere in season four that doesn't really necessarily mean anything but you know you know dacre montgomery is listed for an episode and you know obviously paul riser is coming back and mm -hmm. you know matthew modine is around yep. you know stuff like that so yeah it'll be interesting to see because I, I i i think it, if she was going to show up anywhere that would be where uh -huh. you yeah. know she, she would come back so yeah what did you think mm -hmm. about them not showing brenner in the trailer i was kind of shocked i was really surprised by that because i to me um that is an easier card to play than vecna um i thought that that's like a less spoilery thing to show since the phantom has been collectively theorizing this for, for years now mm -hmm. um you know it's not as much as as, uh, as a surprise it's shocking but it's not you know as much of a surprise as seeing vecna in the trailer i didn't think they'd go there um there appears to be a final trailer for 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 um that will appear before volume one premieres um that appears to be the case so i wonder if i'll show him there i mean the final trailer is usually a lot a lot more serious mm -hmm. you know there's no 80s music it's more you know dark i think that that suited more but still i was still quite shocked yeah and vecna's monologue as well was quite interesting to me um i thought I actually was more confident in him having a monologue um, in the, in the, um, I, I was more confident in Vecna having a monologue in the trailer than I was actually seeing him. Gotcha. So I thought we'd get something like f 
a la Flayed Billy in season three where we get a monologue from him, like yeah. we got in the trailer, but I don't think we'd actually see him or we'd see a glimpse of him. Yeah. I thought that they would, I, I really did think that they would keep that under wraps because we didn't see the Mind Flayer in, you know, any of the season three trailers, I don't think. I don't think I, I remember no. seeing seeing mm-hmm. it. But yeah, the final trailer that comes, that you know, the second one always is like more serious, but also they've already shown Brenner in in the second teaser that they released. Mm-hmm. I mean, I created, 11, are you listening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it, it's interesting because that soundbite isn't even new either. That's lifted directly from season one. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't yeah. know that. Mm, I, I still heard that and I was like, hang on, this isn't this isn't new. I saw like the, <laughs> the actual title and I was like, wait, wait, I've heard this before. Hang on. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about Eleven and going back to the lab willingly or if she's like if Brenner intercepts the you know the after she gets I, taken by Owens? Okay, this is actually really interesting because um okay, so I think one could argue the interception theory, but um, it, it's more interesting to me and what what seems more interesting to me in my mind is um, that Owens is being threatened oh. into complying. So he's being forced um, into the position of middleman in trying to negotiate L. So he's not doing it um, out of... Out of his own, out of his choice, his family's been threatened or something. That seems oh. intri- that seems more interesting to me because I don't at this point I can't I see that I I mean L wouldn't agree to go anywhere um if it was uh I wouldn't agree to go anywhere unless it was Owens asking. Yeah, that's what I, I like. There's no way, you know. So mm-hmm. I think he's probably being threatened. In fact, there is a shot in the trailer. Um, it follows the it's directly after the shot in which we see the um uh Jonathan and 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 co um in the um in the buyer's new house um watching oh, yeah. what looks to be a helicopter coming in but when you look at the, the shot that follows it where this helicopter is landing and there's two people standing and looking at the helicopter they don't look like any of the inhabitants of the buyer of the buyer's house oh no and the house they're standing in front of it looks very different to um joyce buyer's new home in in california which makes me think it could be owens and possibly his wife, and that helicopter may be a um well, might could possibly be setting up a very unpleasant meeting with the CIA, and that yeah. makes sense. That's clever editing, then. Yeah, mm, <laughs> yeah, because they don't look like the same people, and that house looks very different. Yeah, right? I mean, that was, that was one of the questions that was kind of going around on the boards. Was you know who mm. are these people that the helicopter is landing in front of? And you know, I, I, I think, agree. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we may be looking at a um a gun to the back of the head type scenario next season. Interesting. That would make sense because you would think he, he, there's got to be some kind of motivation there. He's got to have some kind mm. of vested vested interest, you know, or you know, a, a, a serious stakes to to get wrapped back into this world, and yeah. and following that to get Eleven back, you know, immersed into this world too. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think he. I wondered if Owen had said, you know, you have to come save Hopper, and and that's how he convinced L to go with Brenner. Like, I wondered if he could somehow, but I don't know if Owen says mm, if Hopper's alive. Yeah, are there any theories on that? I mean, do, do other people besides Joyce and Murray at this point know that Hopper's even? 
I I actually have a theory on that. Um, there's this there's a shot in the trailer of Elf like flipping out and drawing basically um and I'm um, throwing all these guards off her right. Um, basically yeah. in the silo lab if you look at the background. Um, wouldn't it be interesting if L uh, this season somehow makes contact with Hopper or sees Hopper in her void while within Nina and channels his voice through the microphone inside the actual apparatus itself, which prompts Brenner to turn off the machine and L flips out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty interesting. I'd, I'd buy that one, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a theory of mine again, but that yeah, creates an interesting conflict. We, we talked with Coffee about that briefly last week, the shot of L with the blasting mm. the soldiers off him or and yeah, and we're kind of Yeah, I have no reference like I have no context as to I mean, obviously she's those are Brenner's men and I'm pretty sure they have the military police badge. Yeah, some somewhere. I'm pretty sure they're wearing a military police brassard. Yeah. So I'm assuming those are I, I said this to coffee too, is that I feel like that I feel like Owens, but your theory might've changed that. But my initial theory was that I feel like Owens was basically, you know, one team and Brenner was the other. Yeah. I, I thought, I mean, I initially thought that too, but my, but looking at the trailer, I think there's maybe a scenario where Owens is being forced to cooperate because in the audition tape with Sullivan, Sullivan appears to be the outsider here. So he is asking um, Owens about what's going on with Elle and, you know, what's his whole business? Like he looks to be in the dark completely and Owens is dodging every single one of his questions. So oh, the second really? he asks about L or about Brenner and completely shuts up. Um, so to me, that was always suspicious. I didn't mention him in the, um, in the leak posts we did for that reason, just because uh, I wasn't sure about where he'd stand morality wise. Um, I did mention Sullivan, but I didn't mention Owens. Um, and now I, I, I'm grateful for why I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I couldn't really pinpoint what his motivations were this season. And I think that the whole going back at the head scenario is pretty plausible. But at the same time, I mean, we're looking at Paul Reiser, the guy who's played, you know, Burke and Aliens. And I, I mean, yeah. and no one trusted in season two. And I don't know if they're going to pull a, a, a bitch. They're going to pull a uh, backstabbing scenario or they're going to, um, well, this is a case of him being forced to do this. Yeah, I could see that. Like not wanting to kind of perpetuate that stereotype that he's kind of the smarmy, <laughs> you know, you know, double crosser. Yeah, because that that's what made him so effective in season two because no one trusted him because mm-hmm. of the actor they casted. That was a genius t- decision to cast Paul Reiser. Mm-hmm. So what, let me back up just a second and, and let's talk about Sullivan for a second. We haven't seen mm-hmm. him at all in anything, right? We just know that he's. You know, uh, I can't remember the guy that was playing. Was it Augustus Sherman? Something is playing him. Yeah, Sherman Augustus. Yeah. Yeah. So we know he's playing a character named with Lieutenant Colonel Sullivan, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen any kind of trailer. We haven't yeah. seen him at all or anything, right? It's just he appears to be more tied to the Hawkins storyline, but from what I can tell, he does get well. From what I can tell by all this military intervention at the end, is a highly likely possibility he gets involved by the end of season four with the California storyline. Um, my guess is that Owens cooperates and then L um, 
is L reaches the silo and then immediately the second that he um the second that he can he just runs to Sullivan and is like help help I've done this I I have to you know you've got to intervene you know what I mean um mm, right but yeah he he seems to, he seems to be more tied to the Hawkins storyline and that's understandable considering that um you know Hawkins is not having a good time this season <laughs> <laughs> what what plotline are you looking forward to the most for me it's probably the H and L um storyline or oh, and that in coupling with the um with the sour lab and nina because they kind of merge together yeah mm. yeah that's so funny like everybody just has their different you know their different preferences like i that like the silo is maybe my like least that i'm interested in i am like all in on you know hawkins and the creel house Mm. I'm all um, in after the trailer. I'm all in on Max. I mean, that was the we talked yeah. about that earlier, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, just that that was the one shot in the trailer. I agree with you, Fluff. That I mean, just everything yeah, else, I was like, you Whoa. know, demo bats flying around and you know, <laughs> red worlds and Vecna. And okay, great, fine. But you know, seeing Max levitate was just bonkers for me. Well, the and they've said in that interview they did with um the Duffers did with IGN, I think they were saying that this is a max heavy season, which is mm-hmm. funny because I know it's an ensemble show and there's, you know, there's ensemble casts and all this stuff, but it's so funny to me how different people have their different characters that they think are mm. the main character. It's understandable. Like, yeah. Like, but like Colin and I were talking about it. I think it was this, I don't know, maybe yeah. last week, but we were talking about, you know, people are like, there's tons of theories going around that will has powers and, Oh my God. And <laughs> I'm, I do not understand the people that where think- is their screen time in this show for that? There is no time. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Like there's literally no time. This season's already long enough as is. We can't give powers to every second person. I mean, it, well- I, it, yeah. And it just well, they're they're like he was so important in season one, and I'm like, mm-hmm. not really. Like no, he, was, he got yeah. kidnapped. He was the catalyst that started yeah. it all, that set everything off. And that he was, was like, he's very important in that aspect. But he yeah. didn't. L was the one who that basically rescued him. Like, it, like without her, they wouldn't have to find him. Right. And if you ask me, who is the main like person? L. It's Eleven. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I it just well, it I mean, you think of, I mean, you got Eleven, you got Hopper, you got Joyce. I mean, even yeah. Jonathan and Nancy, you got uh, Mike yeah. and Dustin and Luke. I mean, they're all bigger characters. Murray is even a bigger character, arguably, than than, than Will is at this point. Yeah, it, it, it just it boggles my mind. Like, I, it's nothing against the character itself, or exactly. You know, I love nothing. It's those who theorize it. Nothing. It's those who think that. But no. In, I- in the grand scheme of things, um, there is no time to fit that storyline season four. It, it, there's no time. It's already crammed as is. I mean, where, where, where would they put it? I mean, yeah, I, I just and I, I saw. I think was I talking to you earlier, Colin, when I was like, they, they, some people say that they um, think that Will has a number that he's a number that he's like number two, and I'm like what do you mean you think he was at hawkins lab like did, did, where would joyce be 
Like, did Joyce just not know <laughs> that her kid? Was, like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> no offense, but I just need some details on yeah. how you got to this point. Like, well, I mean, and that's the thing, because people can out there can say, you know, I think Hopper is really Vecna and he's been playing the game the whole oh time. My God. I mean, I mean, you could say anything, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you know, but it, yeah, th- there's a difference between wild speculation and like informed guesses. Mm, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the important distinction. <laughs> Let's backtrack a little bit because um, we haven't heard very much, you know, from the official people about this season. And I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. I, I remember Noah and Finn, I think, in interviews saying that this is a very intense season and there's a return yep. to the horror. I mean, are there other... Did, did- did you see the news? Um, Stranger Things got a TV MA rating in in the, in the US for the first time. Yeah, in preparation for season four. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it and I was like, of course. I was waiting for them to do it. There was a there was a tweet. Somebody tweeted Matthew Modine and said, <laughs> "I have a nine year old son," and he mm. just wrote, "Nope." Uh, uh, yeah, because of course. Yeah. yeah. That's a risk. That that is that is a sensible decision. Yeah. 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 So, but I'm, I'm just trying to remember of like interviews that we've gotten, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't remember seeing Sadie interviewed at all, but have we gotten any kind of tidbits from anybody other than, you know, it's going to be an intense season. There's going to be, you know, a lot um, of course. I mean, it, it, you know, did anybody say, yeah, this is going to be a big season for Max or did anybody, I'm just trying to remember if there were. Noah said that it was, he had the the one of the funniest storylines of the season that's right which i don't understand but okay (laughs) i mean if everyone else is just having a really bad time i suppose that your storyline could be funny by comparison yeah that's a good point (laughs) and the status quo is set so low then yeah (laughs) yeah i haven't heard anybody i mean i've um i think it was well millie bobby brown's most recent interview which came out i think Mm -hmm. yesterday she was saying that this season contains some of the scariest stuff she's ever seen as a human. Yeah. Particularly in relation to her. Yeah. Like and her storyline. And yeah. You have the shot of her in the trailer yep. with, with the blood, which was that, that was that de-aging? That was the, no, that's the because actor the, that um, plays okay. the younger version of her. And then they've, I think they've CGI'd, uh, CGI'd it a bit. Okay. Cause I was like, she looks a lot like young Elle. Mm. Uh, they've done a pretty good job oh i think it's really funny that um that um it's it's kind of a hoot that russia hnl um the, the mindscape and the sour lab all filmed in one warehouse in atlanta oh yeah they all filmed in one place well okay they filmed part of their scenes in one place i, I presume there'd be other stuff in other locations mm-hmm. but they had sets from all those different locations in one place that that would have been <laughs> i mean i i was talking about this ages ago and one of the other mods made a joke that that craft services table would have been wild <laughs> <laughs> yes well, well it's and- kind of funny because whitney and i you know in the first three seasons we play a game um called you know where in the world is where i would ask her <laughs> you know, where she thought this might be filmed or if it's a real place <laughs> mm-hmm. or if it's a real street name or that kind of stuff. And yeah, everything was filmed right around Atlanta, you know, in the various, you know, suburbs mm. and that kind of stuff. And then we New got Mexico as well, of course, for the desert. Then, well, yeah, for season four, yeah. but season one through three was, oh, all, yeah. was all Atlanta. And then we got to the last episode with the beach scenes with Elle mm-hmm. and, and Billy and Billy's mom and all that kind of stuff. That was, And they shot those in Malibu. And as far as we could remember, that was the only shot 
in the entire three season run that wasn't shot somewhere in Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's pretty so, interesting how they it's all centered around that one place. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, I mean, cause they're obviously not filming in Georgia with the stuff with Hopper mm-hmm. and, you know, in the Russian prison. And that was, a, that was Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, all yeah. the stuff in, in California, obviously too. So yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really An interesting side effect of that is that we've had virtually no spoilers out of the Russia storyline or leaks because I mean, it's filmed in a place that speaks another language. So yeah. Right. <laughs> That's like, do you guys want to prevent seasons from being leaked or spoiled? Film in other countries. That's <laughs> yeah, <right>. really. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. That's great. I will actually discuss Nina in more detail, um, since I mean I'm, I'm meant to be discussing it. Um, so I mean, obviously, okay. So obviously, Nina is also is also an opera that comes into play here. I mean, it's you can hear it playing in the um, pre teaser for the second teaser. Which um, can I just say when we figure that out that 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 um video is actually from inside the um Nina tank the apparatus as opposed to being in HNL like that was like a light bulb moment we were just like holy holy crap you know <laughs> yeah holy crap you know what I mean yeah. um, oh and there's um interestingly the um I, I don't know if you noticed but the, the Monopoly board has um tapes little tapes as game pieces right as um game pieces you can use silver game pieces um the Sour Lab, I thought that was pretty interesting because the Sour Lab has a massive tape room just full of hate, what I presume is HNL security footage of the massacre and the various oh. points. It's, it's huge. It's, it's this like, hmm. um, yeah, it's just this library of tapes. Oh, I wonder if we'll see anything on them. If they'll like. Yeah, probably. Well, I'm presuming that's what's playing in, in, in Nina and they have yeah. to have footage of that for, you know, obvious reasons. But, yeah. um, yeah, there is a massive tape room. So I saw that that the game pieces on the Muppley board and I kind of laughed. I was like, okay, <laughs> like there's, there's that. <laughs> and then, oh, so the, the lab itself is, is pretty big. Um, people are focusing on this one room with obviously the tank in it, but it's pretty large. We've seen all the rooms as well. It's it's like, I don't know what to describe it as, to be honest, because it's not, it's obviously not a specialized um, laboratory. It's not designed for that purpose. It's, it's a missile silo, a form, a form missile silo. Um and it's just been set up is that there's like tables and everywhere and you know equipment being used and stuff like that um and then obviously those those tunnels we saw in the background of the uh, in behind l in the trailer when she's flinging those guards away that's like a, a a junction tunnel it's where a lot of these places merge at least from what i can see in looking at silo schematics that's like one of those massive places where multiplication um in the lab merge um so there's it's it's pretty large um oh and there's also um interestingly i i should bring this up because uh, in the monopoly um on the monopoly board um one of the cards says that that the gang need a computer genius to find 11 and and they go to Susie, which i don't really know how they determine that but still um um so they kind but, of use Susie as like their nerd you yeah, know, place but of there is a there is in the in the cyber lab, and there is this is a, actually a set, um, listed as a set. There is an antenna silo, which I actually um I tweeted about the the um comment by the um what's it called the the set designer, um, for this season made in the um SFX's latest issue of the magazine, and I tweeted as part of that below that one of the shots I had of schematics was of a um a titan 2 um or a titan series um antenna silo which is 
a set this season, um, which makes me think that there might be some kind of way to track maybe a radio signal or something coming from that location. That's probably how they find it. Um, I haven't seen any scripts pertaining to that location, so I'm not sure how it plays in particularly. Um, but I thought it was it was interesting regardless. There's multiple locations in this complex. Yeah, that's right. I had forgotten all about the whole Susie angle from, yeah, there was that still photo of uh, Mike and the gang standing in her room. I remember mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I would forgotten all about her coming back too. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's, I don't think she's going to have a ton of time, but I think we're going to get to see her and learn about her relationship with Dusty Ben. Maybe she's Vecna. <laughs> you never know. Oh my gosh. There is literally a theory that she is a spy. I'm not kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, are you what? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, next thing we get, next thing we know, we're going to see a theory that Ted is Vecna. I mean, come oh, on. Oh yeah. yeah. Ted and his oh. chicken. Everyone has been theorized as Vecna except the guy who's actually Vecna. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like the only one I remotely understand is Brenner because um Vecna's yes. music kind of makes sense. And also Vecna's Monica in Dungeons and Dragons is the Undying King, which makes a lot of sense there. But at the same time, Vecna has powers and you know, so you need uh you need someone with um I mean it wouldn't really make sense, uh, but I also get people who think that. I, I have no malice towards people who think that, but people who believe that Billy is Vecna or that Ted is Vecna or that Barb is Vecna or that, you know, Susie is Vecna have no, I have no patience for. I'm sorry. No, no me either. I thought Billy at first, just because he was kind of levitating. Oh, home. yeah. That, I mean, that was the quick, you know, assumption that I drew, but I got past yeah. that. So. I'll give people a pass for Billy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll agree with that. All right, guys, that does it for another episode of Scoops Ahoy. As always, you can find us on socials at Scoops Ahoy Pod. If you have any questions or theories of your own that you want to share with us, unless it is that Susie's Vecna, you can email us at scoopsahoypod at gmail.com. And I want to thank Mighty Fluff for being here. And I'm going to let her tell you where to follow her on social media. So. Uh, you can find me on uh, Hawkins AV Club, uh, the subreddit, and you can follow me on Twitter at um, at Mighty Fluff. Thanks for having me on. Yes, it's thank been, you. Uh, it's been a fun morning for me. Awesome. All right, guys, we will see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mount Score from Bixabay.